Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles. And I'm Rob, and I'm creeping it real. And he's creeping it late. Yeah, but... <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so this is actually, this is super duper exciting for a few different reasons. One, of course, because of our amazing guests that we have tonight. But two, because it's officially our one year one episode. Year 52, number 52. We've been posting an episode every week for the last 52 weeks. That is so, wild. Yeah, that's pretty freaking nuts. Right, it's, it's amazing to think about how much the world and our lives have changed so much in the last. Wow, you got years. real deep. I was just talking about one year. Jeez. Oh, oh my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Rob was like, "Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about the end of the world." <laughs> oh man, to the rest of us. Okay, so before we go down that path, yeah, that <laughs> let's bring out our guests. We're super excited. We have Justin Kabelka in the house. Let's get him up here. Boom! What's up, dude? How you doing? Hey guys, how's it going? I'm so pumped to have you on tonight, man. I didn't know it was a special episode, like a anniversary episode. That's really awesome. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Yeah, we're we're pretty we're pretty stoked. Uh, it's been a lot of weeks. Yeah, fifty two weeks. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> been some a lot of planning, and then a lot of thinking. Oh, we we're all set up, and then being like, oh crap, we're not set up, and then <laughs> uh, trying to fix audio issues and having changing platforms and all this stuff. It's been wild. Yeah, sure. It's been a fun ride. Sure. How this, before, awesome. we, before we talk about more, uh, what were you doing one year ago today? Because it's right around when the the shutdown happened. What were you doing about a year I was, ago? Today? I would have been at Tinley, I think. Um, if you count the same, it would have been the same weekend in March. If, you know, I would have been in Chicago this past weekend. Um, I, had ta- I had brought my wife to go to the Tinley Park show, her first reptile show in like 12 years. And she was actually going to go oh, with man. me. We, we had a sitter for the kids. We had it all set up. And like, <laughs> I was all excited because I think, you know, most people don't even know her or never met her. So, um, and then it just got canceled. We were, we were there yeah, in Chicago, downtown. I got there. the message. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Painful. Oh. But, uh, but boy, you know, in, and you look back and like, you're like, oh, you know, you just, just shelter in place for about two weeks. About two weeks, all be over. Three weeks tops. Done. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're already planning the Tinley show for like November. You know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's right. And Crazy. here we are. And here we are. <laughs> One year later, still yeah. sheltering in place. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. Sort of. It's getting a little better, slowly but surely. Yeah. I guess. I guess. <laughs> all right. So for the people who might not have heard of you, I don't know how they. I mean, if you're anywhere related to reptiles in general i don't know how they might not have you know heard your name at least once but for people who might not have heard of you or or you know know what you're doing what really got your start in reptiles what really drew you into reptiles you know like most people i think it was just somehow innate you know you as you're a kid you somehow at some point something happens and and you realize that you're drawn to the animals that everyone else is repulsed by you know, and I, I still remember the first time I ever saw a snake in the wild. Um, I was like, we were living in Oklahoma, and tons of snakes in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I was walking in the field. We live way out in the country. And I walked in the field and I saw something moving the grass, and I like parted the grass with my hands. And I saw like 
I can only imagine, I think it was a black snake of some sort, but I just saw part of it. And like my heart just skipped, but not a <laughs> bad way. It was like, that rules. I saw something crazy, this great, crazy wild animal out there. My parents were scared to death of snakes. But ever since then, I've always like, if I could put my hands on it, I'd bring it in the house. I, I you know, I'd study it and I, I kept tree frogs for a long time when I was when I was like ten to thirteen. I kept tree frogs, and I was a lizard phase. Um, and then I got into college, and I started doing like um, colubrids, like cinnaloans and uh, milk snakes, and and then ball python started about two thousand two or two thousand three for me, like wild. And then just, you know, it's one thing <laughs> after oh, another, and. At some point, you know, you start to get a little traction. Like, oh, I would do this for a living. That way I can uh, feed my own hobby and involve uh, and where it's stuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing to me to, like, look back and see some of the things that were going on in the early 2000s with ball pythons. Because, like, you know, after, like, the spider came out and the pastel and then, you know, the pie balls and all that stuff, there's a couple things where, like, uh, Reptiles Magazine had posted a article on ball pythons and they had like an albino in there and a piebald and the, the center spread was a desert ghost. And then they had this weird like dark thing and they're like, we don't know if this is going to prove out or not. And it's <laughs> some weird dark. And it's look back, it's like a cinnamon. You're like, that's very clearly a cinnamon. I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, Maybe it might be genetic. Who knows? Yeah. And then, you know, now we're looking back like, wow, look at that. <laughs> that's right. The first, the first clown ball python is like in a, um, a ball python book and it says you know vpi something or other yep. probably not genetic or not likely not genetic or yep. something it yeah. says on the caption and like boy. it's crazy yeah it's Look crazy it to now. think about what it is now yeah that's right that's right it's just a bet it's just the smallest part now of a huge tower we built above right? it now yeah oh. yeah it's so crazy that's oh wild. man i and you know what even back then clown was like one of my favorite first time i saw a clown just like that black back on it and then the head patterning i was like yeah that like is amazing that is such a unique looking snake and then right. to to look at from there when i thought that was cool to look at the stuff that you know people are doing with it now and i'm like wow i didn't know i, I there's no that. way i could have yeah. imagined what would be done <laughs> with this morph you know down the road as things get mixed into it. I mean, they would probably think about the same thing like spiders. Because the first time I saw a picture of a bumblebee, it blew my mind. I was like, it's yellow and green eyes and white down the sides. <laughs> and like, what the heck is going on? And they're like, yeah, it's, you know, just two genes. It's just two different genetic things going on. And we just put them together in the same snake. And I was just like, what? I I don't understand. Like, I could yeah. understand the recessive thing and then the, the stacking of the genes and Holy moly. It's, it's crazy to think about where we came from looking at those first couple combos to, you know, to as, now, yeah. To yeah. now where <laughs> look at Kevin snakes. And I'm like, what the heck is this? It's all yeah. yellowy white. And it's got like a speck of black down. The, and then looking at some of the stuff that you're doing and with like these quadruple hats. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy moly. Like, I don't, I, if you had shown me those things back then, I think my face would have just melted right off yeah. my body. It would have just been like <laughs> a glitch in the matrix. That, that's the beauty of this is that it's, it's come so far, but it has been 20 years too. Yes. Yeah. Um, just, just about. So it's, it's come along and improved at a pace that you can fully enjoy it the whole way, which I think is what some other species have lacked is that mm-hmm. you can make so much progress so fast. That it feels like you use a whirlwind 
I mean, maybe maybe how people look at ball pythons too, actually. But but for me, I feel like we 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 push ahead the progress a little bit every year. We get to fully enjoy it, and then we just hope to do it again next year. And it's this endless cycle of the right amount of hardness, right amount of difficulty. I think. Yeah, 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 and they really have been that that perfect vehicle you know, for, for all of this, you know, cause I mean, if you think about like, you know, I mean, reticulated pythons or carpet pythons or stuff like that, that's just, it's bigger, notoriously a little bit more aggressive. Like if, the, if you had all of these different morph possibilities with retakes or carpets or, or anything like that, I feel like you, you'd have the interest, but I feel like it would be a lot more narrow just because you've got size constraints and all of that kind of stuff. But ball pythons really have been that, that perfect vehicle where it's like the yeah. right size mixed with all that crazy color and exactly. it's just ridiculous see i i think back to like when burmese pythons were like at their height of popularity when you know albino burmese pythons and the labyrinths and all that stuff were coming out and there was just a lot of people getting them and i feel, I feel like the difference between ball pythons and the burmese python craze is like when you sell someone a ball python like if, if justin sells somebody a ball python you can pretty confidently say, oh, this person's going to be able to take care of this thing and it's going right, to be fine. Right. Where back then with the Burmese pythons, you're like, just buy this thing. and Look at how cool it is. Yeah. Don't think about how big it gets. What do you don't think about that? Like, just buy this. Not just thing. that, though. Not not just not just can we know they'll take care of it. We know they're going to get it home and they're going to think, I want three, four. I want 10 more of these and <laughs> yeah. they can just put them all in a little tiny rack and and. And then like, well, I can just put another wreck right next to it. And then you can't do that with Burmese pythons. You're never no, going to do that with Burmese no, pythons. No, not at all. Uh-uh. Yeah. But wait, I thought they only grew to the size of their enclosure. Mm, I mean, that's probably what they told the pet stores back then. Yeah. They were like, just keep they, them in a I'm small sure. tank. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my exactly. goodness. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. But that, it's just thinking about the the compare because Burmese pythons did have that huge kind of draw to them. Maybe not quite as big as the ball pythons, but I remember when I was growing up, you know, a lot of people who are into snakes were just like, "Oh my god, I got a, you know, I got a big yellow snake, I got a thing," and then they invite their friends over to watch it eat and stuff. And it's like, you know, you can have one of those snakes, but it's hard. Right. You can't have five, ten. 20 of them for the average person whereas yeah. ball pythons <laughs> it's not unreasonable for a regular person to have five or ten ball pythons it's not unmanageable uh, yeah and yeah, we're trying to make we're trying to make that seem as normal as possible yes, yes exactly and you know what exactly. it works for you better than it does for me because i look like a weirdo and you look like a regular person that i could meet at like starbucks so like they see justin and they're like there right yeah. exactly <laughs> they look at him and they're like he looks like a regular not weirdo i could be i'm a regular not weirdo i could get a pet snake look at how clean cut See? he is yeah. he's got a nice family the lifestyle doesn't have to come with the snake unfortunately exactly. right? yeah. yeah no no I, I think that that's great no because that's what our hobby great. needs it, it really it that really that does. diversity is is really key i mean one of the lot one of the us arc live streams we did at nerd we were talking about that like it was yes. you me and kevin in the room and you were like look at the three of us we all look very different yes and we all do the same ridiculous thing yeah. which is own snakes because yeah. <laughs> right. you know 25 years ago you had asked you know told somebody you had 25 snakes and they would even reptile people would be like excuse me 25 yeah. how many how many aquariums do you have in your house yeah. <laughs> so i have the perfect i have the perfect story for that because you know as you know and you guys have enough animals that you know you after a while you've lost any sense of judgment on how many is too many reptiles yes. <laughs> yeah. i, yeah, I, yeah. I have no sense more. of scale i have no sense of scale whatsoever 
Yeah. Okay. So I was talking to this guy. He lives here in in, in Georgia. Um, he has like a zoo, like a literal a little. It's not private, it, you know, that small zoo. Mm-hmm. And he said something about, oh, you should come and pet the tigers. Um, and I said, tigers with an S? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how many tigers do you have? He goes, six. And I go, six tigers? <laughs> now, I, I, I've never been on the other side of that coin before. Yeah. Now I know how people feel. And I was, how many snakes do you have? A hundred? A hundred snakes? Like, I know now what it's like on the other side. I've never, I've never felt that way before at that moment. I was like, okay, I get it. I get okay. it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Six that really tigers. Great. Yeah, six tigers. That's that's a lot. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Did you see Tiger King? There's a lot of tigers right. in the United States. That's yes, true. Certainly. That is true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh about that one for a while. Just six yeah. tigers. <laughs> that, that would be my. I'm seeing a ripple of twenty five hundred snakes, and I'm thinking six tigers is like ridiculous, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, yeah. only it only takes one tiger to end your life. It would probably take right. all of your ball pythons all biting you at the same time <laughs> to do some real damage. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh man. So okay. I I so I came down to to see you not not that long ago and and we got to talk about some different things and uh there's one question that I asked you down there that I, I think some some people would be interested in hearing and that's like so you've got some incredible projects happening there's obviously no denying that so what um what is one of those things that goes through your head before you pull a trigger on a certain project like either going in that direction or adding a project into your collection I don't know. I I'm not a I don't, I'm not very good at rules. I don't have a lot of rules for how I run a business. I <laughs> yeah. I really have a sense for it. I have this sense for like ah you know it's kind of where I want to go, and I'm constantly editing it. That's the thing yeah. about these snakes is that as you develop these projects, they usually go routes that you never expected because you you see the result of something and you think well that's not what I thought. But now that gives me the idea for this. And they're very, you know, it's a a crooked path to get to the Pompeii Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's not, oh, I want that. I want a red snake like that. I never could have imagined that when I started. (laughs) Right. So um, I look at it, you know, from a a very practical standpoint. I look at it, you know, in the market because there's there's what project do you want when it comes to purchases? What what project do you want? And then when is the time to buy it? You know, and... um, I look at, I, I kind of just have this sense for when I feel like, okay, the project's in a stable place. Um, I try not to buy at the very beginning of something usually. Unless you're the first person in, you don't want to be the third, fourth person in. You want to be the first person in or the 30th person in. That's, yeah. that's yeah. usually where I try to be, one of the first or 30th. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> on most things. But yeah. um, but I don't know. I, I, I Unfortunately, I don't have any like, like well, uh word of wisdom maybe 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 i told you something when you're here that's stuck in your mind that i'm forgetting now but well, uh, i i think yeah. that that was that was literally just it just it what you just said you either want to be first or, or 30th in that project because so many people like they'll see that project and then immediately want to like jump onto it you know because they see like one or two cool things that it might have done but you know, right. so much of that groundwork still has yet to be done so you might say hey with you know with yellow belly the the smuggler ball oh, boy. <laughs> looks looks oh, really boy. great you know but uh 
but with everything else it looks like doo-doo so you just got to keep it in the yellow belly complex and then it's not really worth it but if you're if you're the second third fourth or fifth person in that line you might not know that you know yeah you might not know that or you might be the one that bought in right before the major price drop when everybody figures it out you know yeah um, or you know, get to that zone where people are undercutting everyone because the, the price doesn't support the demand, or you know, or vice versa. And so, yeah, it's just, that's that's the challenge of it. And usually, when you get to having a big collection like mine, it's hard to lose. I can leverage almost anything because I have really nice things to put it to. But I yeah. do recommend for people who don't necessarily have a really high end, you know, collection, to be real careful about your your buying timing. You know, when when a snake gets down, we, we kind of, the nice thing about pythons is really like the last, I would say five years, we've kind of normalized the market for them. That doesn't mean there's weird, you know, stuff going crazy, but for the most part, we have kind of pricing tiers where you have, I would say 5,000 and under mm-hmm. is, you know, nice snakes. 7,500 is you're getting some of the more cutting edge stuff and anything over 10,000, it better be great. That's kind of how we're at right now. Yeah. But the nice thing is that, Compared to how it used to be like this, now you can pretty much everything kind of falls into that. There's very few, very few times you're gonna be spending much more than ten on anything. Um, yeah. And uh, and nowadays, if once it gets past into the five thousand dollar range, you know it's gonna go tick, 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 and you can buy it anywhere in that zone, and you'll do fine. It's not gonna just suddenly go down to three thousand, three thousand from five thousand next day, and we're going down to five hundred the next day. It's not gonna happen. Right. It's a very stable market now compared to how it used to be. So I think a lot of people can be much more confident in their purchases now than compared to later. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, I definitely, definitely feel that. Yeah. So my question is, how do you feel that Morph Market, the, the, the coming out of Morph Market and the way that they have their website set up? Because when, they, when King Snake was going on, people were just like, slanging things everywhere and there was no real <laughs> rhyme or reason and if you wanted to find a snake you had to go through 500 ads to find the one combo that you're looking for but more market now being able to sort by morph or combo and find exactly that thing that's got the genes that you're looking for how do you think that that, that that's influenced the ball python game i don't i don't know i mean i think i don't know what more market effect is exactly but i think it's overall very positive because I think what Morphark has done is given a lot of people, taking away the barrier to entry as far as sales go for most smaller keepers, um, because they're able to put their snakes right next to mine, you know, on Morph Market. And, and if they have a good picture and it's the animal that people want, there's no reason why it wouldn't sell. I think it, it really has allowed a lot of people to get traction early on. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it does help kind of keep prices, you know, normalized again, like that, that just, you, you kind of want to be in line with what's there and you still have some crazy speculative stuff, but that stuff kind of gets weeded out much faster, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, and it actually just suggested a change to John that he, they, he, because what was happening is people were putting inquire or uh, they weren't, weren't pricing their animals and it would put them first in line when you sorted highest to lowest. Really? They put them high. And I'm like, John, you're just encouraging yeah. everybody to not price their animals. Put them last if you yep. sort highest to lowest if they put inquire and they made that yeah. switch. And I feel like it's really positive. And now people are actually incentivized to just put a number on it and, yeah. um, you know, get out there with your, with your gut and, and uh, make something happen. So, <laughs> yeah, I never understood the inquire. 
the inquire thing because it's unless like it's come on man uh, yeah ever made like unless you are you know at that ten thousand dollar price tier come on put a price on it like what the heck yeah. i always look at it as like this person wants to play games with me and i don't yeah, want, yeah, yeah. i don't want that you know yep. they, they just yeah. want to play games with me they don't they don't want to know they don't want to have real conversations they want to price it different than the last guy they talked to you know and i don't i don't like that yeah yeah that's 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 certainly like if this was 12 years ago that would be one of those things where you're like, oh my god, that's got to be the coolest thing ever, and so so worth it. But yeah, now it's like, dude, I'm looking at just it. Put like, a number at it. They're gonna they're gonna tell this guy one price, and then they're gonna tell me five thousand dollars more. Yeah, because I'm me, and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, it's I'm the not, ears. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man, that's I got I got a bust bust your balls a little bit because you were late. Go right in one ear and right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, Mr. Comedian Guy. Yeah. I have to ask you about your stand-up comedy. <laughs> How long have you been prepping that? Because if people don't know, <laughs> Justin did do stand-up comedy and I watched it and I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, what really drove you to stand-up comedy? Because I what I want to see is I want to see a bunch of reptile guys or reptile people do some stand-up comedy at Tinley. Because I got jokes that are really funny, but only to reptile people that I couldn't tell at a regular <laughs> setting. So, like, right. I, you know, you can't be like, well, this guy couldn't tell a green tree python from a Amazon basin. What is going on here? <laughs> this is not funny to anyone but reptile people. What's so, the deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, the deal yeah. with that? <laughs> Overnight shipping. It's <laughs> So, I've loved, always loved stand up. I've loved comedy my whole life. And, um, is actually the 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 one set that I put on on um, on YouTube. That's the only time I've ever gotten up so far, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't even plan it until I was in the room. Like I literally walked in there, and they're like, "You should go on." And I'm like, "Really?" You know, they're like, "Yeah, just let up and go on." And so I literally sat down there, and as I was listening to the other guys, I was writing, you know, writing down on my phone what I wanted to say, you know, um, <laughs> but. But man, I I loved it. I loved it so much. It was so fun. I want to do it again. I, th- I think probably the next month or so, I'm gonna get up there and do it again. And this time I'll be prepared. Like I'll actually have something planned out. Um, yeah. But you know, that's it's hilarious. You mentioned that though, because I thought you know there was like maybe a hundred people in the room at the club where I went, and and they put it on YouTube and we got I don't know six thousand views in just a you know a few days. And I thought you know really it's kind of funny. It would be hilarious if I got up there at the club and be like all right i'm gonna tell a bunch of reptile jokes you guys these aren't for you they're not for you don't laugh they're not gonna be funny at all you guys are nothing i got a huge audience on youtube guys so just here your props and they tell a bunch of like you know ball jokes and uh double two hemipenes you know that sort of thing and like have it go all go over their head and then just post it online and go like That'd be funny. That would be so funny. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying you should do that. If, if, if you can handle saying. the awkwardness of all these people being like, "Did he just say two penises?" What is going on right now? That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you can handle that in person, it would be so worth it for the YouTube video later. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, that, yeah, it's got, fun though. I, I think it'd be fun. Fun second chapter. I mean, I don't think I ever do as a career or anything, but. It's a very hard job, but just the fun of getting up there like yes. once a year would be for the rest of my life would be amazing. I'm telling you, yeah. we gotta talk to Brian Potter and we'll do it at, at the auction. Oh, doing it at a Tinley auction? Oh my god. 
Yes. 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 <laughs> Everyone's sloshing. It's I was like... going to say, it's perfect. The audience is already warmed That's up. That's right. They warmed up. <laughs> My anaconda did want some, and there was no buns involved. (laughs) (laughs) I scented it with chicks, amazingly. Amazing, and it still didn't want any. (laughs) Just all that wop. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's great. That really is great. Oh, my God. So I I have to ask, this is like completely unrelated to what we were just talking about. But do you do any field herping? Because like I feel like a lot of people who, you know, are like into breeding and stuff like that, uh, you know, they might go field herping if someone like takes the mountains, like, let's go field herping. But a lot of them are like, eh, I don't know. Field herping is not really my jam. But seeing snakes in the wild when I got it right in the drawer. Well, well, it's not the same thing. Like, (laughs) because like when you when you were a kid and you saw that, you know, that black snake out in the wild, you get that like your heart starts going. You're just like, oh, man, finding this thing. It's like that unique experience that you can't like match. Like getting a new snake is exciting. But seeing a snake that you weren't expecting to see in the wild. Oh, man, that like super geeks me out. I haven't done it in a long time. I did it a ton as a teenager, a ton Um, in my in my 20s. My idea of a good of a good weekend would be to go out. My wife hated me going on hikes with me because I would leave the trail and square of the mountainside. Like I'm going to flip every rock on this entire mountainside, and she's. But but nowadays I don't ever, I don't ever get to do that anymore. Not not much. In, in a way, I think. The excitement of hatching something that you didn't expect to see is similar to flipping a rock and seeing something you didn't expect to see. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I can dig that. I yeah. can dig that. See, I'm starting to like look around at different places now and I'm like, I need to go see snakes out there. I need to <laughs> during the winter time up here, there's nothing to do. So I'm just sitting here going stir crazy. Like I'm breeding snakes, but like Yeah, there's no eggs. There's nothing exciting yeah. that's gonna This is hard. This is the hard yeah. time of year. It always is. Yeah. Always is. Do you have any hobbies that uh, that keep you like occupied while the eggs are incubating? Because like just sitting there and watching that sixty days tick down is just. <laughs> yeah, I try to get out of the building as much as I can. So I I do mountain biking some, um, but the thing I'm kind of getting to more is is cars. Um, started doing some um, track days, you know, cool. and, oh, on, on the weekend cool. sometimes. Yeah, starting to expand that hobby. It's, it's a it's a fun hobby, and it's you know, plenty of plenty of stuff to keep you busy with that so i take it did uh did kevin show you any of his camaros when you were here no bad jokes yeah they're bad that's a bad bad joke we 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 give kevin crap because uh he he drives that wonderful white van that's always parked in the parking lot but uh but we're like you're the evil morph god where's all your camaros and like all these really cool sports cars and he's like no i don't do that So we always give him give him a hard time on the Camaro. So I had to throw it in there. <laughs> That's great. Now he needs like a like some sort of black, you know, I don't know, something Just something really sinister looking. Plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> a oh. ball out of hell. Oh. Uh, uh, That's right. There's, there's your bad joke. I, I <laughs> picture like uh, a all black sports car with slayer on the hood and just like really who drives a slayer car oh that's kevin that's kevin (laughs) yeah i I bet you i bet you carrie would sue him just to joke around just just for fun that's trademark motherfucker he's like i'm not making money on this car leave me alone yeah yeah right (laughs) 
<laughs> oh boy. So you've gotten a, a variety of mm. different uh, projects to go in your facility. Like you picked up a uh, Bolands from us and you got a couple, you know, the black dragon and a couple other things. I've noticed. Right. Um, what, what is that uh, like for you? Because I mean, you've been so hyper-focused on the, the ball pythons. Have you always had like a, a sprinkling of other things or did you, was there a time where you're just like, Nope, it's just focused on the ball pythons for now. And then branch out later. Yeah. It's only been like the last, I think three or four years that I finally got something else, yeah. you know, um, when I really took off with the ball pythons, I got rid of everything that I had previously that was different, you know, which wasn't anything really special. It's just you know, the animals I had been breeding. But I think when it comes to the business side of this, specialization is so important. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on how deep you want to go. But for me, I wanted this to be my career. I wanted it to be my career and not cutting any corners with any of my dreams of what I wanted in life. So, like, I had just, like, went in and, like, I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to have just focused on everything there is to do. If there's anything I can do, extra work to move the needle, to jump further ahead, you know, and especially getting because I was – most of all of us were just trying to get in Kevin's level when we first walked, you know, came into this industry, Kevin and Ralph and, you know, all the different guys, um, the Sutherlands and Barcheck, and we all wanted to be them, right? And we saw how steep that climb would be just to make up for the years of, of head start they had and all the crazy stuff they were making. So for me, it was like nose to the grindstone, thousand percent focus, Ferrer a little but you know, and said, "Wow, you know, made some progress. We're up there. We're up there at the top, and close to the top now." So, so yeah. So just now, I'm starting to think, man, I kind of have this dialed in. I know what I'm doing. I have employees now to actually help. What could I like to actually play with some of these animals? And that's, I think, the first thing I got was a pair of file, uh, Cape file oh, cool. snakes from Africa, and, uh, South Africa, and uh, they're they're captive bred and they're rodent eaters and they're phenomenal, beautiful animals. They're so cool. They're like like the like the dragon snake almost. It's a cheap version of the dragon snake. <laughs> the the um, better version of right? the dragon snake? Because dragon right. snakes They're are like you, this long. Don't kill them. Um, yeah. Like that big around. Right. Like, yeah. I like those yes. cape files. Yeah. I like them. Those are cool. A lot better than the dragon snakes personally. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've had dragon snakes at Nerd. So I got a pair of those. and Yeah. Yeah. You did. Oh, I didn't see we, any. No, no we sold them. We got them in. We oh, had okay. them for a couple months and then we sold them because I was like, I don't want these here. Get these out of here. These are not things that we should keep around. It's just nerd is not the right climate for those snakes. Like there's no place during the summertime. Right. There's no place in the store for those That's snakes. cool it, enough. It yeah. just, they need to be cooler than we keep it in that store. Hmm. But we did okay yeah. with them. But then I got the bowlings from Kevin and um, that to me, that that's I, I didn't even know I I knew there's a special snake that I always wanted, but man, I was underestimate how cool they are, and uh, such a such a dream snake. Um, and the monitor doesn't like them. They're really. I don't really have much else than those. So far, we have a couple, you know, geckos and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I I dig it. Rob's not the biggest fan of Boland's pythons. I'm, I'm not. They're super messy. So but, <laughs> he doesn't like to have to clean up poop. They're just super messy. I don't know. <laughs> Do have big poops. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I mean, I get it. They're they're iridescent. That's why I, mean, <laughs> I get that's why people like them. They're they're shiny. <laughs> so are golden childs though. They're they're shiny too. And a lot less expensive. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah. See, I like my scrubs. My scrubs are just as shiny. It's just they're not as poopy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that yeah. is that how you're gonna describe them? Yes, when you exactly. sell them to people, I'm like, not gonna listen. sell scrubs to people. What are you yeah. talking about? They're all for me. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, listen, they're they're just like Bolin's pythons, but they're not as poopy and no. they're just cooler. No, I don't want to compare them to Bolin's. No, <laughs> no. Okay, all right. I think you're missing out on an opportunity there. I know. I know. The I less just, poopy Bolin's python. I, I should python. just post a picture of like a black white lip python and then a Bolin's python and it'd be like, if you think that these are cool, then get one that hates you more like <laughs> get a scrub <laughs> oh man uh, you know i'm hearing all this and all i'm thinking is yeah tinley needs to have this whole stand-up thing happen. i would love <laughs> that i'm just saying i i think it'd be really funny to get like you know four or five reptile people to just do a quick little stand-up thing you know yeah uh, i some of the stuff that i get just like people at the store who who call like we have the you saw the mangrove snakes while while you were out here and we post about them online quite a bit and we had somebody call the store and they were like oh do you got any of them um those uh boiga what is it the boiga mellow toenails do you have any of those and i was like oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a what excuse and they're like i'm not sure if i'm saying that right i just read it online i don't know if it's like it's one of those like mangrove snakes, and I was like, "Oh, melanota, uh, mel- <laughs> melanota." <laughs> yeah, li- you know, listening listening to your intercom there at Nerd, I was like, "Man, this is a rough job because some like you, I don't even know who was coming on with the intercom, but somebody could be like, "Hey, uh, line three, someone's got a question about I don't know some some species that I don't even know." And I'm like. Yeah. I wouldn't want to take that call because you know, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know what you're going to find on the other side when you take that call. That and, is then, and, and Kevin's like, we, Kevin's like, we don't even have those. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. That constantly is a constant. That. Yeah. Today was pretty intense. It was like every other phone call was a call for was nerd. A call for nerd. It was, oh my goodness. It was intense. We're packing shipments and stuff and trying to answer these phone calls. The person's like, I bought a, a thing that wasn't from you. Can you help me fix it? Cause it's messed up. And we get <laughs> right. 47 of those phone calls a day. And then they want to tell us their whole life story. And I'm like, have you checked? Our and if you, but channel? if you don't answer or you cut them short, then, then you know, the Kevin's asshole? such an elitist and he won't even, you know, take phone calls with regular folk anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's funny. Cause you can hear when people figure out that it's Kevin on the phone. Like if he answers the phone, Oh yeah. Like, hold, hold on a second. Is it? Is this Kevin? Is this Kevin? Is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Kevin. And then it's another thirteen minutes of. Oh my, oh my God, Kevin! I love, I love you. YouTube I love you so much. You're amazing. Your ponytail's cool. Ah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever get yeah, that on your social right. media where people are like, "Oh my God, Justin just responded to me." Like, "Oh my God." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, who else would it be? I'm the only guy here. You know, have time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is Justin uh, Wilga Reptiles. Um, and my name's Chad. I'm just here to answer all yeah. your questions today. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
Mm. Yeah. That, hey, for the long for the longest time, when when Donnie was answering all of Kevin's oh, old IG DMs, people thought he was he was just sending him pictures of his foot, like a, a <laughs> just and stuff. to mess around with people, because Kevin never checks. So not the nerd DMs, but Kevin's personal DMs on the Evil Morph God account, because Kevin just doesn't look at his he DMs. Any he would be so overwhelmed if I message him on sure. Instagram. He does not read it. Like and I'm like I'm right now I'm telling you to check your messages right now I'm sending you something you will appreciate it's cool read your message he's like I don't check my messages and I'm like oh, yeah God. yeah so Donnie when Donnie took over uh, that account he was like yeah you know there's like some messages from like six years ago or whatever that he just never responded to so I just sent him a picture of my shoe like with my foot in my shoe and people are like oh my God it's Kevin's foot. Kevin responded he like, responded it back was, it was crazy. <laughs> Oh my lanta so yeah. Great. yeah so not that i'm saying you should leave anybody on red for a few years and then send them a sneaker no, pick no, but no, no, you no. know no no no, no. <laughs> i don't like you leaving people on red i always feel like they're gonna get to go tell everybody that that, right. that I'm, I'm an elitist or anything i i'd rather not not read a dm and leave it leave it for a year then, yep. then re- i'm gonna try to say something if i read it that's my goal say something yeah Even if it's like hey cool cool snake yeah, just you like, know yeah. <laughs> yeah. picture of the snake like cool snake like yeah to me that's so to me that's very dismissive to say that but if i don't say it then i'm really trouble so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly it's so exactly. crazy yeah. that these people like people who have never met you never spent money with you never talked to you before like feel entitled to your time like that and it's like you realize that i've got like lots of customers that i deal with and people that i and I've they don't realize that all... though they've exactly. never they don't think about it they don't think about anything any yeah. of those things that's what it comes you know if you while you figure that out is like they're not they're not malicious they just literally do not think about any what their you know situation is whatsoever when they send that message and yeah. uh yeah yeah it's like it's like with someone asking me like how to feed a snake is like me like asking dr fauci personally if i should wear a mask you know it's like right. there's yeah. other people who can answer this you know right. <laughs> You know. Have you done a YouTube search at all? Yeah, at right. all. Like, yeah. Right. Like, you don't have to go to the top to get this information. You just yes. just get yeah. it from anywhere. You know, but yeah, it's okay. So it's okay. I'm thankful have... for the. I'll be, I'll hate the day that that's just go away. And nobody cares anymore. So I, <laughs> for sure, I'm, for sure. I, uh, I'm thankful for it. Ride the wave while you got it, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so do you have like time that you set aside? Like, okay, I don't touch my phone for you know Sunday afternoons. That's my family time. Mm. Just do that. I need to. I don't. I'm bad. Um, I try to. I try to like focus on the family, especially on Sundays. Yeah. But um. But honestly, every day I, I think I I try to batch my messages and everything. I do have someone now officially helping me with my messages online, so um, that's helpful. But like even my texts, usually I'll just say like I'll just see tons of texts coming in, and I don't. I tried my best not to read them at all, and then I sit down and like I'm okay. I'm, just gonna try and knock through as many of these as possible. Um, problem is, that every time you respond to somebody, they respond back, right back. Right and then yeah. unread. Ah, <laughs> like, go away! I want that message gone. I don't want to see it. And bam, it comes back. They're those people who like they feel like they have to have that last message back to you. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. the worst. That's the worst. Conversation. Well, now you can just like. Now you can just like the message. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. Legit. That's best what I leave thing it. Ever. I just give it the quick little like, and I'm like, okay, that's the response. I don't need yep. to say anything. Mm-hmm. They can't they like counts. my like. They can't like my <laughs> like. 
that's so that's true. great that's so true that is one that, i don't know i because I, I don't have an android i don't know if you can do it on android like when somebody texts you can you react to a text no, no. yeah you can do that on iphone I so know, I... that's an up on iphones just Ooh. to be able to to do that exact thing just like that man give me a quick little thumbs up and you're good to go I keep tell it moving not yeah. to text me i just have a message me on instagram <laughs> like... that is that's also true that's also true. Yeah, I hate Instagram. It's me, it's so hard to keep up with messages on Instagram because I can never find, I've never can search person. people's username versus yeah. their personal name versus their business name. And you try to correlate those three. Oh, yeah. I, no. I, it's, it's game it's over. horrible. It is a little yeah. tougher. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's game over. But Rob's an IG pro. I so I am on IG more than most other things. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What, are there any like, uh, species that you're looking at you're like oh man i i just i need one of those or like i know you just recently got the black dragon and like ah, they're, yeah they're so cool but honestly i like a few of them I, I like the mangroves i've had it since i was a kid the mangroves have been like my one of my dream snakes i don't know why mm-hmm. i saw a picture of the book and that yellow and the black just got me you know and uh so <laughs> yeah. right seeing him seeing him there at nerd nerd's the first time i've actually ever touched one in person really touched mm. one and to me, I was fascinated by their eyes. The fact that you can see them like looking around, yeah, their twitching, pupils yeah. move. Just like yeah. you don't yeah, typically yeah. see snakes do that. That was yeah. wild. Like <laughs> I, that, that took them to another level in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely want to get those. Kevin was cagey when I asked him about selling any of them, though. Oh, I know he must no. sell some of them. He no, must sell some, no, though, no, right? Not really. really. <laughs> any of the stuff that's like we produce, we've kept everything for the last two years. Well, there's going to come a point. I hope someday. But yeah, because I asked him, and he, was, and he was, and he was just like really like you know, you know when somebody doesn't want to sell you something, he didn't, yeah. he didn't tell me no, but yeah, but he, like, he, I, he I, just like he, he like he, mumbled something under his breath, and like oh, yeah, and walked away, like immediately <laughs> exactly. walked away, uh-huh. yeah, yep. like you yeah. left the drawer open. He's like, I got it. He didn't yeah. want to make it. He didn't want to make it uncomfortable, but he was trying to tell me no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've that, gotten that from. Yeah. I've gotten that yeah. from him numerous times on I'm, different I'm like, things. I work here. I'm gonna be back tomorrow. You got. Yeah. Yeah. You can't escape <laughs> you me. You can't just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, there was there's something else too. It's a snake. I'm trying. to it's a lizard. I don't know why I fell in love with this lizard once. I saw I saw one when I was in China last. I'm not even from China; it's from Africa. Um, Gastropholis prasina. It's the Ooh, uh, yes. the green. They got the red tongues. With the tongue. Uh, that's, yeah, like, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the kiss lizard, man, isn't it? Right? Like, <laughs> you combine that with a black dragon, and you are you're yes. in good shape, man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> oh, I like that. Snake. I don't know why I like that lizard. I just I want to have one. It's just a weird thing. And they're not that, are, that hard to get a hold of. They're yeah. not. Yeah. No, they're and they're being bred pretty yeah. readily in captivity. So, you, so it's not something that's like right. unattainable. Because like I see a lot of people who like their dream lizard is like a sun gazer, and I'm like, ha, 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 good luck. <laughs> Never gonna happen. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Just not sure. gonna happen for you. I like the Naltinus geckos. Have you seen those? If you like the the gastrophus, you'll Naltinus geckos are like is ah. Is that the uh, New Zealand one? Yeah, the all green oh, ones yeah, 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 with yeah. like the, yeah. the gray, uh, pattern yeah. on them. You, you oh. can't get those. You can't get those, can you? No, there like, there are some in the United States. There's probably really two, two dozen in the U.S. They're super rare. They're like eight thousand dollars each when you find them, <laughs> and they only let you need to keep it in a room that's like sixty degrees with like a little basking spot, ventilated screen cages yeah, and stuff. Chilling. But I know people in I know people within two hours of us that have some. 
I didn't even. We know need that. to talk about that thing. That, that's another. That's another dream. Oh, one for me. They are yeah. so cool. Those they're like frogs. Cool. They look like frog lizards. Right? Yes. Don't they? Their yeah. eyes look like frogs. Yes. Yeah. So a yeah, funny story about that species because I've been like lusting after those things for 15 years since yeah. I was like a <laughs> child basically. And I didn't know that anyone around here had them until I went to a Massachusetts reptile expo, which is like a smaller expo. Like it was held in like a really small room. It was like maybe 50 vendors total. Yeah. And it was like pretty packed. And I'm walking around and like doing my little lap and looking at things. And I look in this uh, planted this this booth has got a lot of like live planted vivariums and stuff. And inside one of them, I see this like bright green gecko just sitting there. And I'm like, that looks a hell of a lot like an Altinus gecko. But who the hell would have an Altinus gecko at a Massachusetts reptile expo? And <laughs> so I was like, I like completely brushed it off. And I was like, there's a plastic lizard in there. And so like I walked by, I didn't think anything of it. I came back and I was talking to somebody like a couple feet away from the booth and I saw it move. And I was like, stop. And I like told the person, I was like, stop for a second. And I walked over and I looked in there and I saw it like, look at me. And I was like, holy crap, an Altinus gecko. Are you kidding me right now? And I'm losing my shit. And the person at the booth, um, uh, I don't know if he wants me to say who it is. I uh, probably not. Just say it. Just say Kayden. it. His name is Caden. And, um, and, I was like, holy crap, Naltinus gecko. And he's see and he's just beaming. He's just like, you know he's what like, it somebody is. Somebody knows what's up. Nobody else knew what special. it was. Nobody cared. Like people mm-hmm. were just walking right by. And I'm sitting there losing my shit. And he's like, Yeah, I've got some Naltinus geckos. I was like, You have more than one? Are you kidding me right yeah. now? <laughs> like, yeah, I got a small group. It's no big deal. I mean, that's you know? crazy. I was like, oh my God. And I just sat there staring at it for the next half hour. I was like, oh my God, that thing's so cool. <laughs> I don't even know how you get them, honestly, because like my understanding is it's just basically impossible to import, yes. even from even from Europe, where they have captive bred lines. Like they're not they're not accepting paperwork for yep. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To bring I, them in, there's there That's are wild. a few. I've seen at least five people who have them in the U.S. right now. That's crazy. Um, so mm-hmm. not completely mm. not there but they are super rare right. only a few people working with them they they don't really have a, a high production rate so those people are right. just like networking with each other and trying to, to get make more, more of them yeah but uh man i and and he posts pictures of them every now and again and i'm like oh my god i just oh they're so cool <laughs> so cool mm-hmm. oh, they're so cool yeah yeah, I would have. I would have like like, lost my shit if yeah. I saw those. Yeah, mm. big, big time. It was a good show. I like Cinesaurus. I'd like to get some Cinesaurus. Um, Which they're species? they're cool. Ooh, I don't know enough about it to say. I, I like the. I don't know. Okay. Now, I, there's there's <laughs> so, there are some really Chinese cool... crocodile lizard. Oh, 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 yeah. No, I th- I thought you were talking about Cinesaurus, like the um the spiny iguanas, and I was like, that's a weird one. Okay. Uh, no, no. Cinesaurus. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, oh my god, I, I would not have pegged you as a, ro- a rock iguana guy, like, or a spiny no. tail iguana guy. Like, uh, oh no, shinosaurus are awesome, and the, there's like a, a decent amount of people who are breeding those too. Wait, do you yeah. know Josh Ortiz? Yeah, I know. I know of him. I don't know. I think I know him personally. He's got some shinosaurus. Yeah, he does. He's got some like, super nice. Super, yeah, he super, does. And he's, he's in, in South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down here. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. So you're you're welcome, Josh Ortiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that's my backyard. It's in South Carolina is. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I dig it. 
dude, I, I remember the first time seeing Shinosaurus in person and I was just like, it's head so small. Like they're they've got this like short bulldog <laughs> so head true. and they're just like these Well, everything like, about him says alligator and then the head is like a regular lizard. Not head, alligator. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally yeah. You're, like, you're like, so how did this <laughs> yeah. happen? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my uh, god. That's amazing. And and from those I, I look at like the Cayman lizards. And they had some, I think it was at the shed aquarium and they had some big ones. And I was just like, holy moly, I've never seen ones that it's, giant It's impressive before. when you They're see so those cool. like massive adults. Yeah. And then the Shinosaurus are like, beep, little itty bitties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too good. Too good. That's awesome. I'm trying to think. What, um, what is a project that you're excited about uh, or something that you're excited for this season that you're hoping to produce or uh, looking forward to? Um, it's hard to say because I have so many different things that I'm working on. I'm always trying to just take them one, one step further than I already have. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm interested in a lot, like a lot of Desert Ghost Clown stuff. I feel like that's kind of the next level of clown. Yes. We're working yes. really hard on that. Yeah. We've, I wouldn't say we've peaked with clowns, but we've gone so far with them that it feels like they're just what else could we possibly do? But we know we can make every one of them better with Desert Ghost, so it's like yep. a no brainer, turn it on, yep. you know. Um, so that I'm interested in the G stripe clown stuff a lot. I think that's got a, a very unique pattern to it, I think it's got a ton of potential. Mm, pies, this is gonna be a big year for pies. For us, you know, it seems like for me, clowns and pies like take every other year. If clowns will do great, then pies do great. And just this, this could be a pie year for me. But honestly, I, I love pies. And again, we're doing desert ghost pies like crazy. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten pies so bright, mm-hmm. so clean, so orange. Just like, well, how do you make them more orange than like neon pure orange? Like, you, in a way, you don't want to ever peak. And we've, we've almost peaked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know how to make them any cleaner or any brighter than we've gotten them over time. Now, we still have made very, very few of those. You still make more. But to me, I'm not really interested. So that's, that's kind of where we're at with that. I'm, I'm curious to see where that goes yeah, this year i dig it i was i was gonna i was gonna say before he started answering like the resounding everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah man true. i, I uh i forgot exactly what the yeah. combo was but one of those like a crazy enchi lavender combos that uh you'd pulled out when i was there just like that like starburst, starburst. coloration yeah. i was like oh my god i want to eat this like what? why is that what? like Dude, it looked like candy. Yeah. It really, it really that's did. The, that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing on these projects is that you can take them and take them and you feel like, uh, just like with pies, like I'm not sure what to do next. With lavenders, I was there. I didn't know what to do next. I was putting them into dark stuff. And suddenly we got the starburst. And like suddenly we have now 10 more years of work to do. Just, yeah. You know, <laughs> we're just pull, pulling on that one, one little string of the of interesting thing we found. And, it, year after year, I've found that just when you think that I can't really, there's no obvious path, you just yeah. start tinkering with stuff in an obvious path suddenly, and then you get five more years of work. And then, you know, it's just, you never run out so far. We've never run out. Yeah, which is amazing and definitely a testament to the 
genetic diversity of yeah. ball pythons. It's it's funny to me because right. I I talk to some people and they're like, well, ball pythons have played themselves out, and I'm like, have you looked at ball pythons recently? Yeah. Because, I mean, yes, there are a lot of things that have been done, but when you look at what's been done and then how you can take those and meld those things together to create more things. It's not done. It's yeah, definitely it's not done. done. Yeah. Well, if you look at it mathematically, we are barely started. Mathematically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying. Now, obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously there's a lot of things you can make that don't look any better. And, but yep. that's really what this industry is all about. And the people, that's, I think that's what separates people who are serious over a long period of time is that they have the, the, all the things that could be done. Mm-hmm. But they're working in that little angle that really where there's a lot of leverage to make something very different, you know. And they're not, and it's it's a lot of it's a lot of um, collection. I think one one edge I had through all this is I've really really big on collection management and curation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like, I look at all my projects like almost like the stock market. You know, sometimes sometimes you want to be in stocks, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you want to be heavily <laughs> leveraged over here, and sometimes you want none of those because they're falling none like a that. rock and there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. right. And so what we've seen is like over time we're always trying to balance those levels because what we want is we want that very interesting new thing, but we don't want any of the genes that are going to cover it up and make it not, not make it not happen for you. So you're always like, okay, I need a little bit more Mojave. Oh no, Mojave clashes with butter and pastel and all this other stuff. It's like, okay, I need a little less Mojave but with something like Mojave. That's not a Mojave. And so you're always like, you know, they're trying to figure it out. Where I think if you don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, you're like, I'm just going to throw that snake at that snake and we're hoping something comes out. Yeah. You end up with a bunch of sludge where you're not really even sure what it is. And you think, God, oh, there's no future in ball pythons. You, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, that's, that's kind of how it happens. You have to be very focused. It, it favors those who are very focused. True. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's, there's definitely a lot for to sure. do. Man. Okay. So we're approaching our end time, but before we end this uh we ask all of our guests one final question and uh so justin that question for you is what in the realm of reptiles be it something that you've got in your collection something that you've seen scrolling through the internet because that's all we can really do during this crazy time uh what in the realm of reptiles has you excited about reptiles um I'm most excited about reptiles. I mean, obviously, I'm excited about just whatever we make every year. But I'm most excited about, in general, for the industry, is the fact that we have such incredible growth in the hobby. I feel like it's just absolutely exponential, and it, it, it overshadows all of us who are doing it on a small scale. That that more and more people are being positively, you know, for all the negative stuff you see in the news. I feel like I have 10 conversations a day with people who are just buying their first few snakes or they're excited about their first breeding project or their father, father, son project or whatever, you know, it's just really impressive to me. I feel like if that has been exponential growth, hell yeah, especially during COVID. I think it's COVID's put a kick in there in the rear of the, of the industry as far as yeah, yeah, coming yeah exactly, it. exactly. Man, I so yeah, history every day, you know, true, that's true. exciting, true. <laughs> and that's what it needs, it really does. Yeah, yeah, amazing. 
All right. All right. So if people want to find out more about you, where are they going to go? Even though they should already know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, go to my YouTube. Um, that's the best place to kind of meet me, meet me and what I'm about. Um, you can go to Instagram, of course. Just type in Justin, Justin, all Python. <laughs> you'll find me. Don't try to, don't try to spell my last name. It'll lead you astray. <laughs> If that's not part of your stand upset at Tinley, I'm gonna be upset. You wanna know, you end up on some Russian KGB website and uh and then uh, the FBI will knock so. Oh man, amazing. Well Justin, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us, man. We we, we appreciate really appreciate it, it. And we, we gotta have you back again because there's so much more that we can talk about. Yeah, you guys are awesome. It's nice to meet both of you this year. Most definitely. At the same time, both of you. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, be good. And thanks for making me part of your anniversary. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you soon, man. Take care, man. Have a good night. Bye. All right, see ya. Bye. Boom! How awesome was that? Man, Justin Kabelka. That was pretty sweet. That's freaking awesome, dude. I can't think of a better way to have episode 52, the one-year episode that for yeah. Reptile Talk. That's pretty sweet. I, I wish we could talk more with him. Yeah, we got to have him back. We got to do a part two, like, sooner than a ASAP. year. Yeah, yeah, sooner yeah. than a year from now. Yes, ASAP. <laughs> so, everybody who's here in the chat, thank you so much for hanging out. But guess what? 52 is going right into 53. 53 so you're going to jump on to the next live video. We're going to be talking with Steve Tillis. It's going to be awesome. So I'm going to shut this down. We're going to start up another live stream and you're going to come hang out with Steve and us. Guess what? I won't be late for this one. That's right. Rob's already here. <laughs> so thank you guys. As always, you, you can check you, us out you. on Instagram at reptile.talk uh, at Rob is creeping it real and at brass man reptiles. And, um, of course, if you want to watch this video, if you're just listening to the audio, uh, if you want to check out the video, you can go onto my YouTube, um, at Brassman Reptiles. Wow, Rob, <laughs> you can see Rob strip at the end of this video. No, uh, you can go right to my YouTube at Brassman Reptiles and, uh, check out the Reptile Talk podcast playlist. Um, it starts on episode four or something um and uh goes all the way up until obviously now and forthcoming so go check that out um boom that's it so we're gonna go hang out with steve so thank you guys for jumping on again thank you uh to justin for hanging out with us for episode 52 and uh boom on to the next see you guys there